Welcome back to Baytown Engage. This episode is super fun, super amazing. I have with me Katie Beverly and Donald Craig. They take care of our teens and they always have great programs for our teens. During this episode, they're going to explain to you the age group, what's happening next and how they have volunteers and how they come up with ideas to keep our teens in Baytown totally engaged. I want you to enjoy this one. Welcome back to Baytown Engage. I have with me two amazing, amazing people who work right here at the library with me. We have Katie Beverly. Hello. Oh, the low energy Katie today. Wow. <laughs> I'm just messing with I was you. giving you my dulcet tone. Oh, that's nice. I love it. And then Donald Greg, how are you? Hi, I'm doing well. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no dulcets for me, just high energy. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. So the two of you work right here with me at Sterling Municipal Library. Y'all handle all teen programming. That's right. Y'all are amazing with it. That's that kind of after the tween, almost adults, yes. mm-hmm. you know, attention span limited to an extent. <laughs> you know, they're their taste change on a constant, constant oh, yeah. basis. Constantly, yeah. So before we get into all of that, Katie, tell me about who you are, your position, and what you do here for the library. Sure thing. So I am obviously Katie, the teen librarian. I have worked here for about five years so far, and I was not always a teen librarian. I started in a general librarianship, then I helped a little bit with tech stuff, and when our teen librarian left, there was a vacancy. They kept interviewing people, and surprisingly, it takes a certain kind of person <laughs> to be good with yeah. teen programs. Yeah, it does, it does. And they could not find someone that was fitting that bill. And one day, our lovely director walked by my desk and said, have you ever been interested in working like as a teen librarian? And I was like, I, I mean, I guess, yeah. And she's like, you like weird stuff. I think you're good <laughs> at it. Weird stuff. You, like, you like the kooky things, you know? <laughs> and she wasn't wrong. <laughs> Uh, so seen in that moment right (laughs) but a lot of my job is about working directly with teens either by doing outreach and high schools um doing presentations occasionally for things like history fair doing programs luckily i was doing displays but luckily donald my my teen team member uh (laughs) has really just stepped up and taken a lot of that weight off my shoulders because it's a monthly thing it is hard to do every month i also work with ordering some of our teen collection Uh, but yeah it's a really fun job it does keep me on my toes I feel like I am constantly one step behind what's (laughs) cool what's hot what's new what's hip with the teens but the important thing is to embrace the fact that you're old to all teenagers (laughs) and just roll with it because they think it's how does that feel uh I think at first I was I was like, oh, no, I need to do better, like keeping up with the trends. And then I remembered, like, it doesn't matter how up with the trends I am. I Mm -hmm. will always be an old person to them because they're 14 (laughs) years old. So I've just embraced that. And I I rag on them all the time. Anytime they say something that makes me feel old, I'll just like be really overly dramatic about it and just be like, it's fine. I'm an ancient dinosaur. It's whatever. (laughs) And I think that's pretty charming. Uh, So so that's how I work with it. Donald, what about you? So yeah, I work with Katie. My official title is Family Services Tech. The majority of the work that I do is with the teenagers, but I kind of have like a a general, if a program is going on, I can help out like with that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, like Katie said, I took over the displays for her for teens, which is quite of an ordeal. They they change up like monthly. And so like I have to constantly turn on ideas and yeah. constantly be preparing and materials and such. But it helps out a lot because I supervise the teen volunteers. And so like, they're like my little minions. They help me with so much. <laughs> minions. I know. 
in like the politest way possible. Right. <laughs> the most respectful way. You yeah. Can but what's your journey? You weren't. You didn't just come in as that. No, no. So I actually came in as just like a part-time customer service tech, and then I. Then they snatched to- you from me. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm still I'm sorry, hurt. what? I'm still, I'm still bitter. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, wow. That was trauma. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, the, I think it was like a part-time teen person. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. She left, and then I interviewed for, for that position and got that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, actually, a really cool situation happened. I was in the need for more money. I needed a full-time position, and there wasn't anything, like, really open here at the library, so I was planning on leaving. But then, as fortune, like, has it, a full-time position opened up, and that's when I got hired here and for that position. So I've been just like working my way steadily upward. Right. <laughs> up, up the ladder. Up, up the, the ladder. ladder. <laughs> so cool. So the teens are your minions. <laughs> oh That's going to be like the tagline. Teens are my minions. But the thing is with having those teen volunteers, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't help you keep up with the trends a little bit more because you have them like right there with you honestly yeah like I love like thinking about it that way it's like they keep me young oh my god like um like the mean girls mom Mm -hmm. um (laughs) (laughs) they keep me young just like being around them and like Katie said like listening to just the way they talk to each other the things that they talk about you realize oh my god I am no longer in that like demographic of people yeah we're dinosaurs (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah and so like yeah you just roll with it and you try to you let them teach you as much as they can like as much as you're willing to learn and kind of like just take it all in stride yeah yeah so what what do you think is the real importance of having team programming overall and then having it here in the library i will say that overall having teen programming i've always thought is very important because teens are in this weird liminal space they're not kids anymore you know things aren't all like them bringing bringing them to soccer practice and like special programs but also they're not adults they don't have the same amount of money they don't have the same even agency they can't go places just when they want to Mm -hmm. and i think having a space where you just let them be teenagers uh, some people aren't a big fan uh, when they bring their teen in and I say like hey sorry this is teens only Uh, they don't like being turned away at the door but I think it's really important that teens feel comfortable and they feel like they're in a space where they can hang out and make friends a lot of our programs end up with people exchanging numbers like forming Mm. group chats things like that oh my god sorry not to interrupt (laughs) you but that is one of my favorite things about like teen volunteering when you hear that they have like a group chat or that they're friends now Mm -hmm. it's just like omg did did we do that did yeah i mean but the two of you are truly creating and cultivating a safe space for teens mm -hmm. outside of yeah what they may create on their own that may not be as safe maybe you know right 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 because you're older but you're not that far removed from what's in your ear to the street of what's going on Mm -hmm. having volunteers also kind of still thinking about what the teens want creating that space is great also telling the parents or the guardian this is their space Mm-hmm. You know, because the team and them will probably be arguing like, get out of the way, mom. <laughs> but with you, it's like, no, this is their space that we're creating. So that's yeah. really, really cool. And it also helps them learn a little bit of independence because we do hold them responsible to some level uh, when it comes to their behavior and the things they're doing. So they are there. They're on their own. They're having to meet people and talk to people, which a lot of them maybe don't talk to many other teens outside of their friend group or people that they already know. So it's giving them that kind of education, but at the same time, teaching them like, hey, we'll treat you like adults. But that means that if you do something that is disrespectful towards us or other people, 
we're going to tell you about it and you may not be able to stay. Yeah. yeah. And that is what happens when you want to be treated like an adult. Right. That sometimes <laughs> yeah. you have to have consequences for that. And most of my teens are fantastic about it. I had one teen that said, thanks for not always telling us the rules over and over again and just trusting that we'll make good decisions. Mm-hmm. Like it really makes me feel good. And I was just like, oh my gosh, thank Aww. you. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> is my life worthy now? Yes. 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 yes, yes. yes. <laughs> you earned some cool points. Completely. Yeah. So what are the age ranges for the teen programming and teen events that we have here for you? 13 to 18. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are there any exceptions with that or no? There are usually no exceptions. We have some people wander in who are maybe under the age limit and we don't know and until they later. They gone by, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's actually a really hard age limit to enforce. Uh, we have kids programs, which is eight and under, and then eight to 12 is tween programs. The only one that I know of, I mean, uh, of course, adult programs, but once you're over a certain age, you can kind of gel pretty easily with other age groups. But 13 to 18 is a really hard group. to to get together because they have very different lives Mm -hmm. and if you think about it 13 to 18 even though that's the teen age yeah that 13 to let's say 14 15 is totally different than 16 to 18 18. incredibly and we we tend to have a drop off 17 or 18 because they're getting jobs they're getting other extracurricular activities they're getting ready for college they don't really have time to come and hang out at the library as much or maybe they have more money now so maybe they want to go see the movie with their friends you know Uh, they don't really have the same need for a a free space to hang out with other people so let me ask you so you know we're we're tail ending the pandemic even though it's still lingering we're back to semi-normal life mm-hmm. and our programming started back again last year i want to say like full force in 2021 yeah what have you noticed with your teens before the pandemic hit attendance energy mindset and then now so donald was working with the teens before the pandemic doing volunteer stuff as well right mm-hmm. It's honestly so hard to remember. <laughs> like, such, what time was before? Well, like what year is it right now? Yeah. So, I'm going to say you should answer this first because I feel like you had a lot of one on one time with like mm-hmm. s- the similar groups of teens because we have a lot of repeat volunteers. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to say you answer this first. What, okay. what, what did you notice? So, I would say before we definitely had, at least when I got there, there were a lot of teens that already had like uh, very established relationships with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had been in the program for at least the last, the previous like three years or so so when i got there and i saw that they already had like a system that we were in that was really cool and we had like a bunch of num- our numbers were a lot higher than two so it was like stepping into an established program but then post covid we kind of got to like build that program again and so i got to see i got to be a part of building those relationships with the teens and like building these new programs and things like that as far as like maybe how like they change or how the teens change from year to year or from you know pre and post covid i would say that like the kids now oh gosh i don't say are more cynical cynical than before <laughs> it's just that like now we have these teens who have lived through the pandemic as before and like their their humor is different i really enjoy just discussing what their how they how they adapted to like class like school and home life and social life and things like that just because like now there's a i feel like maybe boundaries are a little more firm now as okay. opposed to where like before they probably weren't so like strict uh, like maybe you had teens who were sitting a lot closer to each other or they had no problem like hugging or things like that whereas 
now you can tell you can clearly tell that the teens love their personal space they don't actually they probably don't feel as comfortable being so close to one another they want to have the interaction yeah but then they don't want to have the interaction (laughs) yeah (laughs) like give me my arm link thank you (laughs) that's great yes yes yes. have they matured quicker you think i can see that i would i would say yes because they've had to go through something like that they've definitely had to maybe change the way they operate in certain spaces Mm -hmm. and like their mindset going into it you know but it's for the most part they're still teenagers teenagers are teenagers and they're going to be right a particular way and have yeah. a particular ideal and so i would say there there was there has been a change but not not too not too drastic so with all of that what kind of programming are we providing for our teens uh you know that meme with <laughs> It's from Sailor Moon and it's Tuxedo Mask Mamoru and he's looking at the butterfly. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of programming with meme references. Uh, No, no, not really. We try to provide pretty steady uniform programming so people always know what they're looking for. Our program is almost always 6 p.m. on Tuesdays. Sometimes it'll be earlier, but it'll still end at the same time. Right. We try to offer two or three times a year this thing called Teen Takeover, which is teens only after hours register beforehand we have a lot of fun stuff before we've done an anime themed one we've done a kind of like glow in the dark themed one sleepover themed one a lot of different stuff going on our january one is going to be a murder mystery party nice and it's fun because no matter what we do at one point a teenager is going to say can we play tag in the stacks that is like the thing that they <laughs> want to do <laughs> invite me yeah (laughs) so i've learned to just work it in because it doesn't matter what the theme is they're going to want to be running around in the library Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they've always been very respectful about making sure that nothing gets broken or messed up that's good yeah we have that we have our volunteering program like donald talked about that we open up a little bit before it begins for application and then we call everyone get everyone scheduled that happens in spring summer and fall so if you check back a little bit before the beginning of that like quote unquote semester you'll get an application for it and generally our teen programs like i said 6 p.m on tuesdays it's pretty regular that we have an anime themed one a board or video game themed one a craft ish themed one and then they book ish themed one so (laughs) (laughs) if there's more tuesdays maybe we have more but generally we try to stick to that so there's a little bit for everyone so Mm. let me ask you we did have at one time the teen book club do we still have the teen book club we have a book talk yeah Yeah. so it's a little different we don't purchase the books anymore we were having a lot of people who were theoretically interested but either they wouldn't come on the day of or they would come and they hadn't read the book and it was starting to become obvious that they just have so much on their plates that just like a normal adult the idea of being in a book club is great and you get your book and you're so excited and then you two days before go oh well i don't want to i don't want to go not having read it so i'm just (laughs) gonna not go go. (laughs) the shame you know yeah the shame um so our book talk is way more just a hangout where they talk about the types of books movies tv shows things like that that they're watching which has every program that we have has one linchpin, I would say, one thing that holds it all together. And that is Donald asking for introductions. Introductions. Yes. <laughs> Introdu- so tell me about the introductions. So I love doing introductions just because like we do get a lot of new faces with teenagers and I am not the best with names. Um, really now. <laughs> <laughs> and also because I really like the icebreaker because they come in with a lot of anxiety and a lot of just like a 
unsuredness about how this program is going to go, who's going to be here. And so I like to get all of the awkwardness out of the way by just making a fool of myself. And I love just hyping up the energy and be like, okay, guys, I need a name. I need maybe what school you, you're, that you're coming from, or maybe like, if you could be any fruit in the world, what fruit would you be? Or if you could be a potato chip flavor, what potato chip flavor would you be? And so just to make it like very weird, very uh, <laughs> fun, and, fun and kooky for them, just so that we can get all of those like, all those anxious feelings out of the way, because this is just going to be a nice, lighthearted program. And awesome. some of my teens who are there all of the time, they, here's the thing, they say they can't send introductions, but they smile every time, so. <laughs> You're calling them out right now, like, I know you like it, so stop acting that way. Exactly, <laughs> <Right>. exactly. <laughs> so it's safe to say that the teen programming here at the library is jam-packed, mm -hmm. fun, you move and flow with the mood of the the kids, I don't want to say children, <laughs> the mood of the teens, staying up with what they like, what they don't like, and mm -hmm. adjusting to meet their needs, and creating, most importantly, that safe space. So let me ask you, what would be your pitch to a parent who has teens to get them involved in teen programming? So my number one pitch would probably be that it is a great chance for teens to meet people new, especially we have a lot of people who, um, teens who are homeschooled. So this is kind of like a social outlet for them. On top of that, teens who never would have met each other because one goes to Sterling and one goes to GCM and one goes to Lee, but now they're suddenly friends and they can talk about like the differences between the schools and things like that. Also, it's just fun free activities that your teen can go to where they can just hang out they're not going to be with a bunch of like eight-year-olds feeling mm -hmm. awkward. They're also not going to be with bunch of adults around right, like, right. it's a really good chance to take advantage of the age they're at right now and kind of get them into a place where they can work on those social skills because especially for the teens right now having been schooled online for almost two years or for some of their homeschool kids being schooled online all the time having that interface just like person to person can be really helpful just to prove that some of that anxiety is maybe just in your head and it's okay and people aren't gonna <laughs> right. aren't gonna be mean to you you'll probably be fine and and yeah it's just a really good chance to get that social outlet and occasionally they learn a thing or two <laughs> yeah. donna what would be your pitch to a teen to become a volunteer Ooh, okay I would say, like, come to volunteering. We're going to do a lot of really cool things. We're going to be doing a lot of book display work, a lot of crafting, a lot of crafting and displays because that's the majority of what I do. You're going to be using a bunch of different tools, and I'm going to ha I'm going to make it as entertaining and as enjoyable as possible. You're going to get volunteer hours, which is important for a lot. That's of usually like yeah. the, the, the selling point. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> for those college applications or whatever, volunteer hours. Exactly. Volunteering at the library will look very good on your college transcript. Remember yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> also, you're their group. They're their, they're your group. And their OMG. Major. Yes. Yeah. I need to that's get. The, that's the number. We need to exactly. get a shirt that yeah, says yeah, yeah. that. I need to get them uniforms that are just like. <laughs> I am grew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just yellow shirts with little fake overalls. Yeah. With fake overalls. Yeah. <laughs> I will get a black and gray scarf. And uh, I guess I'll shave my head. I won't do it. And one no. last thing about volunteering. How many times a year are you accepting applications? Only twice a year, correct? Or three, times. three times. Three times a year. Yes. yes. Spring, summer, and fall. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Summer is that a little bit of an odd duck because it's only two months of volunteering, but because we have so many things happening, yeah. instead mm -hmm. of our normal five or six different times to volunteer, we usually have like seven or eight and there's usually extensively like more volunteers can be accepted because we have much larger programs and many more options and more day 
daytime options if you want your kid to be out of the house. We had one volunteer that came in. I think she... She was here like three times a week. Yeah, yeah. she was here like four hours a week volunteering, <laughs> which doesn't sound like a lot until you realize that... You're like when you're adding up all those hours. Yeah, yeah she's almost had a full-time months, job here. Yeah, she had, she had like 40-something hours of volunteering. That's good. Yeah. yeah. That's good. So one last or two last things. So 2023 is going to be jam-packed. Of course, summertime's going to be busy. We have anime stuff. We're going to have some crafting, some STEM, some parties, some good times. Mm -hmm. We have volunteers coming, summer, spring, and fall. Tell me, both of you individually, if you had to say the best thing about working with the teens, what is it? It is very refreshing to work with teens. It can be weird because there is such a big difference in like how you see the world. Of course, because you've lived a good bit longer than they have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be generous <laughs> to myself. But there is a kind of just optimism, even if it, you are talking to one of the most nihilistic teens out there, which they all tend to be like that because, you know, the hormones, yeah. the drama. <laughs> but it's all like tempered with this just very optimistic or like fresh look at life and being able to surround yourself like with that and with people who feel that way it just eventually will rub off on you and you will also mm -hmm. just be like it's at least I got my friends or it's yeah. probably gonna be fine and and it's really nice you just it, it makes you very hopeful for the world to know that like all of these fresh-faced youths are coming out <laughs> to <laughs> to take part in society and it ups your mood as well like you said oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Donald yeah I just think the, te the teens are fun, man. Yeah. Like, they say the funniest things. Mm -hmm. They have the most interesting interactions with each other, especially ones who, like, once they become friends, like, they'll be doing their work and they'll just, like, make a joke with one another that you, like, want to be like, oh, my God, are they, are they okay? And it's like, no, 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 that's just how they joke with each other. I enjoy just the energy that they have. Like, I, like along the same lines as, like, what Katie was saying, I, I just their youthfulness is very it's very fun also the like the group chat thing always gets me every time just because we get some teens who come in with head down don't know don't want to talk to anybody they think this is going to be like cutting some paper and get out of the door and mm -hmm. then like the semester's over and they're in a group chat with like seven other people and you're like That's oh awesome. my gosh you guys are friends now i feel like a mother goose yeah. it's great <laughs> we got a teen i think the most dramatic change we got a teen who during our orientation her dad came in with her and she would not speak would not look at people wouldn't even write her name down like her dad had to go get the like sign in sheet and do it mm -hmm. and then suddenly like a few weeks later I, it was like I couldn't recognize her because <laughs> right. she barrels through the door. She's just like, what's up? And I'm just like, who is this person? Who are you? I don't know you. Yeah. But it's it's wonderful being able to see people come out of their shells like that. So last thing, Katie, Donald, where can we find this information? And where can we find you? If you check out our website, baytownlibrary.org, under services, we have a little tab that says teens. It has everything from volunteer information, the most current one we have out, to... Uh, links to even our Goodreads where we have some mm -hmm. like recommended teen reads things like that we also have a button that just says ask a librarian it just goes straight to my email so if you have a, oh, that goes if, you, email. <laughs> if you have a question just click that button and I'll figure out how to fix it and ooh, also our teen reminders where we will text you sign up for remind welcome 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 to the future yeah. Te texting right that's new that's what the kids do <laughs> and it'll send you reminders every week before our programs you can find me on my 
YouTube channel. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my god, I That's was like, OMG. For a second, I was. It felt very much like <laughs> hit yeah. like and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> you can find me at my email, Catherine with a C dot Beverly at Baytown dot org. <laughs> and it'll be all in the description. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> Donald, the same thing. It'll be all in the description. Description box below. Donald's you guys. like, you can't find me. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you have guys. to come into the library. Thank you so much for sitting with me, talking about the teens. I think people would love to hear information. That's it. Thank awesome. you. Uh, yeah, thank you for having and us. And you're done. Thank you so much for listening to Baytown Engage. Be sure to subscribe to our show on Podbean, Apple, and Spotify. Stay tuned. <laughs>